WHIVLP New Orleans 102.3. This is Good Morning Comrade Jeff and Robert. Robert's back, baby. Let's go. What's going on, dude? Um, same old, just overwhelmed. Um, with yeah, everything. Uh, Mardi Gras. Well, yeah, you're getting time. Mardi Gras right now, aren't you? Oh my god. Yeah, how's it going down there? This is like my first like actual I mean, Mardi Gras where I'm not there for a while. Oh, that is crazy. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're a native, so. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um. It's it's Mardi Gras. I don't know. Work is work is annoying because I work I work for the city um because of Mardi Gras, so it's annoying. People are annoying. I went to I went to a ball uh, last week um in a um in a in a abandoned um vacant family dollar. Okay. Uh, that was fun. Ritzy. Wow. Yeah, that was a good time. Mm-hmm. Um I would call it more of a rave. Than a traditional Mardi Gras ball. Okay. It was a rave that took place during Mardi Gras. So um, that was a good time. But yeah, just feeling incredibly overwhelmed. Um, it's uh, some days uh, the Zoloft just ain't Zoloften. Oh, no. And, um, and I'm just feeling uh, like there's very there's very little room for much else yeah. that I can deal with. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm going back to school. What? So, yeah. So that. I'm like, you know, I... I I do all my, I write paper. I write papers at work, you know? Okay. Just, that's, that's what I do now, uh, Monday mm-hmm. through Friday. Um, so I'm doing college and um, yeah, wow. just stressed, tired. Don't know what to tell you, Jeff. You getting, that, you, getting that, you getting that college, that sweet, sweet college debt? Or yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got that. But um, I, I'm, I'm not, never. The Department of Education, I'm saying this right now. Robert John Nathan Johnson that is saying, telling the Department of Education, they will, that was the worst investment they could ever make. Because they will never, ever, ever see one payment of that. Not one. I don't care if they, I don't care if they call, they call my phone at my funeral. Just throw it in the casket with me. Or throw it in the, if if I'm getting cremated, just throw it in the oven with me. Because I'm not, I'm never answering that. When it's Department of Ed- it's not. We got a genocide going on. We got a messed up. We got a messed up border bill. We got Joe Biden as president, repaying college loan debt. No, bro, you better go. You better go sell one of them. Uh, the, you better sell one of them cruise missiles. Let me. That let me costs one point nine mil a piece. I only disagree with one thing that you said there. The only thing that I disagree with what you're saying there is you said it was a bad investment for them to give for you to go to college and well my only argument that i'll say to that is that it is a good investment for all of us to send people to college which is why we should which is why college should be free and all college and all student debt should be forgiven that's so funny that's that's exactly what i'm writing a paper on right now is oh yeah yeah why like there shouldn't be um no, it, it, it there shouldn't be any cost to, to go to a university. You don't need gates on knowledge. Like, what's no, no, no. going on there? Like, we don't like. Why do we have public school in the first place? Did we decide this already? Like, all, but like, it only it, it stops when you like turn eighteen or something like that. 
Yeah, like, but it's a status symbol, though, you know? Well, yeah, it's prestige symbol. And, like, it's also, to a certain extent, uh, a type of sort of, like, job training slash, mm-hmm. like, uh, workforce control debt. So, like, if the yep. if working class people, if they're going to enter the workforce and they're going to um they're, they're gonna have to they're if, if they're up to their ears in debt they're a lot more controllable as a as workers than if they don't have that debt it's literally kind of, well it's not exactly no absolutely true. no i know i hear you that's how they get you yeah. when you're it's they're like how can we how can we do indentured servitude that we do for on uh on immigration visas mm-hmm. uh how can we do that for people who were born in america and this mm-hmm. is and that's how they figured it out yeah, well, and by the way, shout out to Sam Knight, who we just talked to last week about um, American indentured servitude in the form of uh, immigration. Uh, check out last week's episode on that one, uh, where we talked about the Kroger merger and a lot of the food suppliers. This goes back to a lot of the conversations that we had uh, back with Drew Favica and also with Elizabeth Strader on um, immigrant labor and specifically farm labor. Uh, a lot of those people who literally put food on your table, who like don't have status in this country, are and 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 Sam put it in a really a really sharp way. I thought um, it's a more liberating and free, like logical decision to live as an undocumented person than it is to to deal with the like the 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 indentured servitude with the system by following the h2a rules and being completely and utterly owned by your employer and subject to human traffic and all that stuff um is a bet like a safer decision to then to go to, to essentially participate in the in the way that things are uh as they are which is just like when you i mean it shouldn't make like you're sort of like jaw drop and it shouldn't make you like real at the sort of like the stupidity and injustice of it all but like i don't know i guess i'm i guess i'm i have higher expectations which i shouldn't have <laughs> i don't at all like my thoughts oh. are getting my thoughts are getting like super dark like we've been over the past what year mm-hmm. i would say and it's just like yeah i was on a you know it doesn't matter you're just you know talking you know talking smack on the internet but about mm-hmm. this about this border bill that's so mm-hmm. atrocious mm-hmm. and somebody put you know it's a it's a non-starter for me unless we uh we get complete um deportation you mm-hmm. know and i said you know what i said as a uh, you know as a as a leftist who who dabbles in accelerationism um sure let's go because go that will completely destroy the economy absolutely well, it'll, it'll and- just it'll end america as we know it and maybe we can start over i mean yeah. i'm only like ha- i'm only half joking like half gallows humor but at what point like what is there else like i'm like and that any right winger in this country can like can like complain about anything i'm like what is your end game my because i i talked to this dude and how evil are you (laughs) well i'm just like what what do you hope to get my friend because like if i was a right winger like i'd be like yeah everything i want we got like we we essentially won so 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 let's let's actually talk about this so you, you brought up a border bill that essentially is like the agenda of building the wall and deporting as many migrants as possible and like beefing up the border with like a militarize the border to the maximum extent, which is what Trump ran on in 2016 and again in 2020, which like Democrats and liberals all clutched their pearls about for years. 
and said that, oh, we need, uh, you know, we we need to vote for Joe Biden because there's a fascist in the White House and all this right. other stuff. Um, there's a quote unquote, well, it's not actually bipartisan bill because <laughs> because uh, it's just Democrats pushing this. Um, there's this bill in Congress that's essentially like, oh, all that stuff that you wanted, uh, Republicans, we're just going to give it to you. We're going to give it all to you because like we can't look like we're weak on the border one we have to look like we're big tough strong whatever it's on the border and also there's this like same thing that we've been told for i mean like effectively since the obama administration since like 2010 like when the republicans took over like mid midterm for him and like the idea that like oh w- you know we're going to just wait for the fever to break all we need to do is make concessions to the republican party and then they'll give us credit for it like no what you're doing is you're establishing that your position as the quote unquote left wing party is that is what the right wing party was taking up as their position 4 years ago and then when you say hey we're going to make a deal with you about all this horrible stuff that you're making concessions on. The Republicans are like, no, we want worse stuff now. And we don't want you to get the win. We want, (laughs) which is just like, like the most obvious, like the most obvious kind of like Lucy with the football type of like, like logic that you would, you would respond to if you cared, I guess. But like, I don't know. I, I am incapable at this point of providing a good faith reading on this kind of stuff to Democrats, because this happens over and over and over again. I mean, I have two thoughts on that. The The first one is that, you know, it goes back to what I said about like, okay, if, if we, I'm doing air quotes right now for the people who are just listening. If we take control of the border and we're tough on immigration, it will destroy this country because this country since day one has always depended on exploiting somebody. Every country. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that Brown people from the, from the global South, or you know, are the people that we're exploiting now? It used to be the Irish, uh, people that are people, slaves, people. It used to be people, the Chinese. Let me just jump in and just say that, like people that are fleeing wars that are instigated by a, by, by America. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No, it's hundred percent right. So, uh, the people on the in the Republican Party who aren't like just raving, you know, rabid rabid animals like like Marjorie Taylor Greene, or I'm thinking of people like that, who actually have, you know, four brain cells to put together that are bouncing around in their skull. They understand that too. And that's part of the reason why they don't want some kind of, they don't want a draconian border deal. They want, they want you to think that's what they want, but they know it will destroy, it will destroy our economy and their, it will destroy their actual, um, the, the bottom line are their actual bosses, which are, which are corporations, which are like, you know, Tyson food plants and all the other places that, that hire illegal immigrants that you never hear us going, us, uh, us going after. We only go after people with no power and no capital and no money and no lobby. Um, no, no, those are job creators. Those are job creators. Yeah, those actually. are job creators. Not, not criminals. Those are job creators. Absolutely. Uh, the second part is my, my, um, excuse me. I got just, I thought I had a hiccup there coming. Uh, the second part of, of why the border deal is just, it's crazy, is that, oh, I kind of lost my, I lost my train of thought when I had that. 
that hiccup thing. Dang. Okay. Well, oh, I will I it'll, it'll, it'll pop back. It'll pop back. No, no, no. Well, and, and the other thing with that, too, is you mentioned, like, the people that are, um, like, the, the, the more establishment Republicans, I guess you could say, the ones that, like, understand that, like, oh, our economy relies on immigrant labor. That's why we need to make sure that we have these people as you know, in as precarious a position as possible, they also understand that the Democrats are going to fall to, p- to pieces every single time, no matter what. Thank so, you. like, like, why would you, you know, why do you ever have to do the thing? Even yeah. though, I mean, sometimes the, you know, when you play with fire, when it comes to these these maniacs, and you actually do get structural changes through, like, like. Uh, basically give the conservative majority on the Supreme court stuff like that you do get horrible like the actual bad thing happening because they can't they actually can't control the fire yeah, you know they like just like the democrats who think they can control the fire when hillary clinton like atten- like essentially tries to clear the deck so that she would go one-on-one with donald trump in 2016 like the idea that they're going to to like they're 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 going to win by like putting somebody who's way more popular than even they are uh, to run against them because they can be like, oh, look at how wild and crazy they are mm-hmm. and look at how smart and how um, responsible or whatever I am. Like they're going to get rolled every time, which is exactly what's happening now with 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 Joe Biden and with. Well, I mean, he's not even it's it's very difficult to even make an argument that he's being responsible when it comes to things like uh, the war in Palestine and the genocide that Israel is uh, currently inflicting on uh, in Gaza. And then also now these draconian uh, immigration policies that you know the Democrats are pushing, like why would any. So, again, he's making it very clear who he's appealing to and whose vote. So he's appealing to their Democrats generally are appealing to as reactionary of a crowd as they can possibly be by being like Republican light. Mm-hmm. And then if, um, if like people who are actually affected by these things or actually people who care about like an alternative vision for the world, you know, very often, you know, summarized and called the, you know, quote unquote left or whatever, like they're basically saying that if you don't, support us and our campaigns to do all of this bad stuff, then you want worse stuff. And you want the the guy that that you want the, the people essentially you need to, you need to, the only choice because we say so is the lesser of two evils. And by the way, we're going to do all we can to make the, even the lesser of those two two evils as evil as possible. Well, that's the thing is uh, I remember what I was going to say is like the second part of what I was going to say was um, what I'm reading from, you know, democratic talking heads is like ah ha ha look how we outmaneuver the the gop look how they don't want to vote yeah. for their own bill look how smart we are yeah these people are that that line of thinking it only can come from a from a subset of people who never leave the beltway who yeah. never clock in and talk to people at, at at a normal nine to five job or a, even god forbid a service industry job the, the it is that mindset is complete west wing foolishness it's yeah. complete it's complete pod save america brain brokenness because <laughs> the people who who they think they're like oh we showed them and people are going to see how how untrustworthy and unserious no. the republican party on they are not tuned into this no, like they're going to look at it, they're going to look at the democrats and going to ask no themselves 
They're going to ask themselves, why are the Democrats doing all this evil stuff? And then they're going to be like, well, okay, I'm really either I'm either going to think that the Republicans are better, which they're not. I don't think they are. Or they're going to be like, well, I mean, maybe they'll vote for the Democrats. Okay, fine, whatever. But the other opportunity or the other alternative is that they're going to not vote because they don't feel like it there's a difference and honestly i mean are they wrong (laughs) exactly exactly that's why that's why you've got you know the biden team you can't not joe biden himself because he's the poor man is sundown i say i feel bad for him but also no No, because he's murdering people like whatever but um yeah, they're, they're saying, oh, we just had our primary in South Carolina that we totally uh, moved up to the front so that way we could get our guy out in front earlier. But it was the, for diversity reasons. Absolutely not. But uh, look, Joe Biden won 98 percent of the vote. Yeah. And it was a three percent turnout, my dude. Yeah. Against like who? He, against. Bobby yeah. Kennedy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that other that that rep. That other, not even Marion, that other rep who's also terrible, who's also a, a genocide hawk. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't know. I can't think of. Oh yeah, there's. See, you did, we're plugged into this, and you don't. You didn't even know there was another guy out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think Cornell West was running for president, and I don't care about that. I mean, like, like mean? obviously, Keep like going. no. Well, I mean, like, so the Cornell West thing. I mean, like, obviously, I just sort of like want to say, like, as a figure, like Cornell West is, you know, got his heart in the right place on a lot of these sorts of things. But why, Phillips? It? Why is this dude running for president? Why is well, I, mean, I guess maybe Cornell West has more of a uh, reason to run for president than a lot of these other people. But like, ain't nobody winning. Ain't nothing good happening. We actually don't need to pay attention to presidential politics right no. now or national politics. We need to focus on organizing. We need to focus on getting workers involved and building unions and and actually having like tenants organizing because honestly. Like federal politics and even in a lot, well, even a lot of cases, statewide politics, like those, those prospects are pretty, pretty safe to foreclose on them. The game is totally over with. Yeah. So I don't know if you heard me, that guy's name is Dean Phillips and he Mm -hmm. is a representative from, I want to say Minnesota's third district. Yeah. And he is absolute trash and he has all the same trash opinions everyone as joe biden about pretty much everything so it's like why again i think that's the theme of this we're talking why would i why would i want crystal pepsi and i can just have pepsi why why don't i get the real thing like why am i why as a as a a a cannibal humanoid underground dweller chud why would i vote for joe biden over donald trump for any for any reason it doesn't make any sense like the and we were talking about this. Uh, I don't want to. I, I want to keep going on the border bill, but since I'm like just thought about no, we talking about this off air, is that the thing about well, Trump is I'm 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 kind of putting my marker down right now and saying that if he gets convicted before the election, if that even happens on any of these charges, and he's and he even dreams that he's going to spend the rest of his life in federal prison, he he's going to run to the left of joe biden on palestine because he doesn't even have to wait for that he honestly. doesn't have wait but there's no reason like if you got that kind of like I, I, forgive my turn of phrase since we're talking about israel if you've got that kind of nuke there's no reason to use <laughs> it there's no reason to deploy that when you're already gonna win ahead of time yeah he's he's way ahead like i looked at the actual real polling forget forget the forget the poll like I looked at the real polling, which is Vegas odds, and they have Donald Trump at 
two plus two hundred and Joe Biden at plus one twenty. No, I ain't touching that. That is disgusting. That's almost two. That's almost two to one. <laughs> I mean, like that's disgusting, bro. And so. It's like, actually, no, reverse that. I'm so sorry. I had my odds wrong. Biden at 200 plus 200. Donald Trump at 128. So what that means is Biden's the underdog by almost a two to one margin. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's absolutely disgusting. And it's like, again, my, I feel like I keep saying the same thing every week, every week. It's just that Democrats are nationwide i can't say for every democratic you know you've got the elon omars out there um you've got you've got a handful of decent people rashida, but as far rashida. as a party rashida um aoc i'll throw her in there um but yeah it doesn't matter uh rokana but like the the party as a whole losing is not being in power is not the worst thing for them it's a feature not a bug absolutely yeah absolutely when they get in power is when they start to sweat yeah. Cause now, now they're like, oh man, I gotta do these press briefings. Oh man, yeah. I gotta talk to the media every day about this genocide that we're doing. It's like summon every black and brown person you can find from the State Department's um basement and bring them out here. And yeah. and now, you know, and it's like you think as like a POC, I don't see what they're doing every day when they got that 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 guy who looks like he just got um they got that overweight guy who looks like he just got done with the swirl, like having his head put in the toilet in high school, having to answer questions, like almost crying about Israel, about Israel's genocide. You think I don't notice that they put that like that hot brown lady out there with the with the sharp bangs? Yeah, I'm oh. like, this is a psyop, bro. I see what you're trying to do. Like, stop it. But yeah, yeah. they don't. They don't. But I'm rambling. They don't care about winning, dude. They. I, I have no. I'm. My strategy now, personally, whatever, y'all can do whatever y'all want. But my strategy is now here in New Orleans. I don't care where I'm at. If I move somewhere where it's like federal, my electoral college vote actually matters, I'll have the same strategy. Whatever election comes, I'm going to look at the ballot and I'm going to say, hey, this guy's decent and I'm going to go vote for them or this policy needs to get voted yes or no on and I'm going to go vote for that. As far as the Democratic Party as a whole, I'm, I'm done with it, bro. Mm-hmm. I, used, I used to have dreams about being an elected official. I have like going back to the whole like student loans thing. I said in the beginning, I could care less about, about getting a federal job now. Mm-hmm. I care less. It's Jover. I don't, it's, it's, it's Jover for me. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want nothing to do with the whole enterprise. I'm done with it. All right. So uh, you're listening to WHIV LP, New Orleans, 102.3. This is good morning, comrade. Um, we'll be right back. Good morning, comrades. You're listening to WHIV LP New Orleans 102.3. We have Jeff and Robert back on the show. Uh, we also have a very special guest, Suleiman. Uh, Suleiman, you want to say hi to everybody? Yeah, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me on the show. Um, so I'm Suleiman Hamid. Uh, I'm a civil engineer in training right now. Uh, I work, I've been working for like three years. I graduated from LSU. Um, you know, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go Saints, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. So, you know, there's been a lot on my mind these last few days. Um, I guess to, to start start out, you know, we've been I'm from New Orleans. We born and raised my mother. I attribute all my success to her. Um, she was taken by the IDF on 
on Sunday night. So it's been about like in about an hour, it'll be 72 hours. And, you know, I, I really want to thank the community. They've been so supportive. Like I, I didn't even imagine this kind of response. Everybody from people I haven't talked to for years, from high school, from just all over, all over people that even just stopped talking to me for whatever reason, they even reached out, reposted, like the support has been phenomenal. And again, getting back to the story, she, she was taken from her home uh, Sunday night in Palestine. It was Monday morning over there. There's an eight hour time difference. Just like, if you see the video, it's literally a, an mm. abduction. They come in, they blow up the door. Uh, they, you know, she, she takes a lot of medication. So she was drowsy. They might give a couple knocks. You don't answer. They just blow down the door. I'm sure. I'm sure that there's no way she could have heard it. Um, so they, you know, they barge in on her, they handcuff her, blindfold her, step all over our prayer mats, completely just disrespect our religion, our home, everything. They just go around breaking everything. Like our, our home, it took so much, like, I'm still like, oh, like, let me not say what I was about to say. But anyways, they, they, again, they just trashed our home and took yeah. it. And it's very frustrating because the amount of effort, money, time we put into that place, first of all, and obviously our mother's the number one priority. Like they had no respect for her. They didn't even let her wear her hijab. Like, you know, it's, they know they, they're doing it on purpose. Like they're doing it as like a humiliation tactic, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that, that's the story. They took her and, you know, to make matters worse, they did not notify the U.S. So they, they say that they arrested her, they did not kidnapped her, they detained her. Mm-hmm. Um, if, which is fairly yeah. common, which is fairly common right. for Israel when they say that they have, uh, they'll, they'll often arrest quote unquote, um, civilians and oftentimes also not, I mean, not to, not to, you know, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything, but not to say that this is not like a horrible thing that's happening to you right now, but like, this is something that happens so, so much to even children in Israel. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, oh, it's yeah. one of these sorts of things where, you know, we, 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 we definitely, I guess most sort of mainstream folks don't realize it, but anyway, continue. Right. I'm glad you brought that up. And I was going to bring that up later that, and I guess I'll just say it now, give, give the little headliner maybe, but you know, this is a chapter, a small chapter in the Palestinian struggle. Like they have oppressed us, humiliated us, done this on so much worse levels. Like obviously they're killing kids and women left and right. Um, and so like, like you said, like, you know, she's lucky enough to be American. She's lucky enough to be a woman. She's lucky enough to, you know, that they, and I'm going to get into more detail in a second that'll explain some more of this, but, you know, the fact that she's those things, they, this is taking it easy on her. So that video, if you're outraged, if you're all, this is, this is like the lowest, like amount that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's one thing too. And like, uh, so they, they violated international law there. So anytime they arrest a U.S. citizen, they're supposed to, I was, I was told by a lawyer today that they're supposed to notify the U.S. within 24 hours. They didn't do that. And we, when we informed the U.S. and we went on the social media campaign and my brother's t- tweet went viral mm-hmm. on former Twitter, now X, um, it went viral, got a million and a half views. Our congressman within less than 24 hours knew about it and tweeted about it, that he was looking into the matter. So for all those people that say, you know, talking doesn't matter, like skidding, yeah. like, you know, all that, that's bullshit. Like, no, do something, keep talking, keep exposing them. So, mm-hmm. you know, it made a big difference for us. Um, and yeah, so we were told again that they violated that thing. They were supposed to let the U.S. know. The U.S. did not. 
no. And then on top of that, the U.S. Embassy has been almost little to no help. Like they've, it's almost like every time we call multiple times and they're like annoyed when we call, they're like, dude, dude, we told you like, we'll let you know when we have an update. It's been over 48 hours yesterday and no update, no location, no status. We don't know if she's alive. We don't know anything. Like it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. We have to hear word of mouth from villagers. Like, oh yeah, we heard like she might be in this area getting questioned. Like what? Like why? What's the charge? What's the like? It's it's frustrating. Um, it's really upsetting. You are listening to WHIV LP New Orleans one hundred two point three. I I can't imagine what you're going through right now, and like I want to you know be as respectful to you during this like you know unimaginably you know impossible time for you. So like, um, yeah, that's sure. that's. I, you know, I feel I, I at least hope that you know us providing you a platform to to say some of these sorts of things is is helpful for you. Um, I did want to um, uh, uh kind of get into the statement that uh, Troy Carter did say on Twitter. So you said that your mother was um kidnapped, essentially. Sorry to be putting it in such a um, <laughs> such uh, frank terms, but but he says, "quote I'm aware of and extremely concerned by the detainment of some." I'm sorry for my pronunciation. Samahar mm-hmm. Ismail. Uh, pretty and- good, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 a resident of his district, second district, Louisiana, uh, in Palestine. I have been in contact with the American embassy and the State Department to inquire why a U.S. citizen is being held. I am praying for her safety, which, like, uh, look, I'm glad that he's praying for her safety. I'm glad that he's asking or something like like that's mm-hmm. but like you're talking about an American citizen. You're talking about a citizen of, of New Orleans. You're talking about a mother of at least two children. Um, mm-hmm. And like this is somebody who's in your district. Like you're just like asking questions like like this mm-hmm. seems like an extremely insufficient response for something that is happening to, you know, by a foreign country israel to one of our people you know and i mean obviously it's your mother so like that makes it even like extra like extra you know proximal to you but like even even that like the fact that that they i mean it would be horrible if it happened anywhere to anybody but like and it does happen obviously or but it's just sort of like one of these sorts of things we have these like international laws international norms or whatever like that is not outraged enough i guess is what mm-hmm. i'm trying to say you're not doing anything. i agree with you i agree with you it almost seems like a lack of urgency from everybody yeah. like from the u.s embassy to our house representative and look i don't want to totally like 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 i don't know maybe i have too good of a heart i don't want to totally like crap on him basically oh, like, yeah, yeah, totally I, feel, I feel like i feel like he is doing a lot i feel like it's more so that Israel's being so non-compliant with the situation um, because, you know, he actually him and my brother spoke on the phone and my brother was fired up, obviously, like I, everyone's fired up. We're mad. We're upset. Like we're just we're frustrated. And, uh, you know, he the, basically the congressman yelled back at my brother, like, you think I'm not trying to do everything I can't like he's like he's fired up, too. So I want to give him his credit. He's I think he's doing a lot, but I agree with you 100 percent. He needs to do 10 times more like we need to elevate this. We need the mayor talking about this, demanding persistence. We're like, like, come on, like we need everybody like mm-hmm. like this is a U.S. citizen and she's not going to be another statistic to put on a sheet. And like that's what's upsetting. Like, I think like we've all been desensitized like Absolutely. to this whole thing, like like every like literally, you know what happened at first? I posted this right. 20 people saw it on my Instagram. No one, no one commented. And I was kind of like, I don't, I'm not expecting comments, but like, I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. Like, really? And then one person finally stood up and they were like, uh, 
they said, is this a repost or that's really your mom? I was like, no, that's my mom. And like, I put a disclaimer after that. I was like, no, this is like my mom. And everyone started getting outraged at that point. So the point I'm trying to get at is we're desensitized. I said, you see something about Palestine? Like, oh, okay, like that's the norm. Move on, yeah. next post. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, we shouldn't be desensitized to it. And that's why, like, my mom, she's a hero. And, you know, she's going to go down as a great because she's being a symbol right now. Like, right now, it allows it to at least, like, the one positive, I'm optimistic. Like, you know, I'm trying to stay positive. The one good thing that comes out of this is that, you know, it, it's kind of like a wake-up call for the people here. Everyone, like, is devastated. They're like, what? Like, this really happened? Like, it, it's something that happened here in New Orleans at home. They're like, damn, this shit's really happening. Like, it's not just a statistic, oh, 30,000 women and children died in three months. Like, they don't, there's no feeling towards that. But when they see, oh, this, this, this woman who's a businesswoman, she's a te- she used to be a teacher. Um, she raised her kids. Like, I'm an engineer. I work for public service. We work on, like, improving the, the infrastructure of the city. My brother, he works in the health field. He works on helping the general public. She raised us with those values. Like, she's an amazing woman. Like, I can't stress that enough. And they're going to, like, try to say something bad about her. They're going to try to say, oh, she's, uh, uh, you know, I'm just, know, I'm frustrated. I'm, I'm sorry. And if you, you know, uh, I, I guess the question that comes to mind is at least sort of like one of the questions that comes to mind. There's many, but like, what is even the stated reason that, that she's been detained? Is there, is there one? Is you it just like, is there just like, you just scooped her up because I don't know. So, so far, I'm going to tell you what I know so far, there has been no official reason from Israel or from our U.S. Embassy or our U.S. House Rep, there's been no official reason from them. You know what's ridiculous, though? That's ridiculous in itself. But what's even more ridiculous is that the news, NBC News and, and another news station, was able to get a statement from the IDF about my mother and what she's being held for, like you just said, before those people got that information to me. They kept mm-hmm. telling me, no, no, we have no information. Like, dude, you're telling me. All the, this house rep, this, this, like, you know, he can elevate it to the president, to the secretary of state. All these people can't get me an answer. But NBC News could just go ask their, like, their insider, hey, like, why is she being detained? Actually, they got an answer. And that answer, I could find you the exact quote. If I, if I slide up, is it going to take out this? Uh... Uh, yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. You're good. Try it. Let me, let me try to. We're fine. The, the official but, uh... reason was something like inciting. Um, Go ahead, go ahead. I'm no, I was going to say why, you know, I, I would imagine why I'm just, I'm spitballing and guessing mm-hmm. the reason why like NBC News has stuff on it because all that stuff is run through the IDF media uh, sensors. Yeah, there's so a channel. That, yeah, so yeah. that's, how, they're getting whatever the refined stuff is. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, why you're, yeah, just let us know when you find that. But I was Yeah, so say I why... just, I found it. Okay, um, cool. So, it, so the, the IDF spokesperson said that she had been arrested for incitement on social media. So she got arrested for she got posting on the internet from her for posting on the internet for reposting. She thought, you know, she's she's an American. She posts here all the time. She literally reposted some things to Facebook, to wherever she posted. And they're telling me now my mother deserves to be taken and that we deserve to be scared. Like at the worst, like let's say they want to go question her. Why couldn't you just ask for a warrant? Why couldn't you? She would have came in peacefully. And I'm about to get to something. I'm about to tell you all something. I don't know if many of y'all know. It's been on some news stations that she she was beat by the IDF in December 2022. And they broke her ribs. And they were very hush hush about the whole thing. Yes, they broke it. She was she was about like a, a couple years younger. She was 44 at the time. Um, and the story behind that is they were at a checkpoint and they were arresting this 15 year old kid. 
And my mom, she has like the sweetest heart that you could ever like imagine. Like she couldn't stand not doing anything. So she, she got out the car and, and like, just, just to intervene, like she's not like, she's literally like, she's a fragile, like small lady. She gets out the car to intervene and they just, they, they hit her with their weapon to the head, knock, push her down, kick her multiple times. And she starts speaking English and they're like, wait a second. And so by that time, the damage was done already Mm -hmm. and they broke her ribs. And then she started yelling. She's an American citizen, this and that. And, uh, long story short, so that, that's what happened. They beat her, they broke her ribs and she had to be hospitalized for it. She couldn't move for like two, three months. She was supposed to come back like, like in a, like kind of same situation. Like she was coming back to the States soon, but because she broke her ribs, she couldn't even get on a plane. So yeah, yeah, so she was kind of stuck there for months. Um, and again, we like, it's like the whole thing was brushed off and my mom, look, she's the type she needs to get justice for herself. Like she, she never likes being wrong and someone get away with it. So what does she do? She sued the IDF. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I'm not sure exactly where it went because I'm not 100% clear on the details. Like she didn't tell me everything, but I know at least she filed a complaint or like filed the suit. Like she did, she did something. I don't know exactly what it was. So she told me actually literally the night that she was taken, one hour before she was taken. And I, I'm not exaggerating. I have text messages. She told me that she was getting ready to go to Israel. She just needed like a little bit more money. And I was going to send her that money. Um, and she, she said that she needed to go to Israel to file to, to she needed to go to Israel to defend herself in court. So you're telling me a few days before that she gets arrested for incitement on social media. Like, come on, man. Like you, you add it up. Like yeah, I mean, like, exactly. like, yeah. like, obviously, like, even if you, even if you don't have evidence or whatever, like, that timeline is fairly suspicious. <laughs> I, I mean, as somebody, yeah, as somebody who's like plugged into this, um, this is not the first, you know, to tell our audience, this is not an unusual thing. Like, I've heard, I just never thought personally I would meet somebody who be able to tell me the story even secondhand. But like, this is this is modus operandi. Like, I've heard this story so many times. Uh, IDF. Galani Brigade's beating on some kid. Somebody tries to stop it, and then they get their head caved in. And it's like this happens every day. That, and that, that goes back to the original point that uh, – I'm sorry, I didn't get your name, Jeff. That's mm-hmm. a, the point that Jeff said earlier that this is like – again, this is a small chapter in the book of our struggles and the oppression that we face. Like if she wasn't American, if she didn't start speaking English, they were going to kick her till they crippled her. Like mm-hmm. y'all don't understand. They don't care. Like, they don't care about it. Like, why? Do, okay. Like, and then p- idiots on social media will say, like, I've already seen this comment. They'll be like, oh, uh, well, you try to intervene with police in America. See, the same thing's going to happen. I'm like, okay, one, that's not a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you might be right, but that's not a good thing. And two, like, uh, shoot, I'm sorry. I'm like, my mind. Oh, you're good, man. No, I can't imagine. <sighs> But um, like, it's not a good thing. It's not justice. Definitely. Exactly. That's not just, that's what I'm trying to get at. Like, you don't like, okay, you can eliminate the threat. Like you could have like, even if you would have cuffed her in that situation, cause she intervened. Okay. I could get that. Like, just put her on the side, like, like deal with the boy that you're arrested. Why are you arrested? It's still messed boy, up. All, it's still, no matter how you paint the picture, it's going to be messed up, but you didn't have to freaking abuse a woman. Like, why do you have to just, they just beat us while we're down and they do it over and over and over. Like they don't care about us, man. They want to eliminate us. They want us not to exist. And that's the difference between Palestinians 
And I don't want to say Israelis. I want to say the Israeli government because yes. I don't have a problem with Israelis. Most Israelis, look, what people don't understand is that it's, it's kind of like America, right? Like, imagine if, like, someone hated America and they're like, oh, fuck all Americans. No, like, we're all, there's a lot of diverse people. There's a lot of cool people. There's a lot of shit people. There's a lot of, like, there's all types of people. And it's the same thing over there. Over 50% of the people in Israel don't agree with their foreign policy. They're not even prioritizing the hostages. They, like, like yeah. Hamas is willing to give away hostages and the government is, like, standing. So they're like, no, like, because they don't meet the demands. Like, imagine if that, like, that was Netanyahu's kid. Imagine if that was whatever. They would do whatever they need to to get them out of there. So yeah, was, it, was it just yesterday that uh, Netanyahu rejected yet another deal that would – uh, be a ceasefire and release sausages like like they're, right, they're, 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 the, the the thing that's standing in the way between I'm sorry to like interrupt you but no, like no, the thing that's standing in the way from the the end of violence in Gaza right now is not Hamas and like look I'm not that's what I'm to, like, saying that. say anything about like I'm not denouncing or or promoting or anything I'm not saying anything about the qualities of Hamas at all but like I they're agree. not what's standing in the way of 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 peace here or I mean not even peace but like the end of uh, active hostilities but like the the Israeli government continues to reject every single option that's put forward that would that would release every single Israeli hostage. It's so bananas. I, I made that face, Jeff, because, you know, we've had conversations like you don't want to ask me what I think about Hamas, but like my sanitized <laughs> opinion of them, my sanitized opinion of them in this in this. It's not a war in this slaughter yeah, genocide I'm conflict. Not, look, they're the they're the only rational actors no. like the other side is not rational. They're the only ones that are saying these are our terms. Please, you know, like, uh, can we work something out? And they're like, and the other side's like, no, we we literally want you all to die, yeah. not 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 Hamas. We want Palestinians all to die. So it's like one one side is rational. You can you can argue about tactics if you want. The other side is a mad dog. Yeah, hundred anyway. percent right. And it's it's proven. No, no, go ahead. Like I love y'all's discussion. Like I want y'all to add to this. Um, and I, I'm gonna add to that point. It's like. Literally, like, if they think about it, if they were busy fighting terrorists and this and that, like, why are they spending their time on an operation to capture a 46 year old elderly American yeah. to for incitement on social media? Like, come on, bro, y'all don't have better stuff to do. Right. And on top of that, like, that's the other story that people didn't get. So, yeah, 15, 20 soldiers came and raided my mom's house and took her, but over two to 300 soldiers came in that night and raided my village. And you know what they did? All they did is just go in, harass and beat people related to me and other people in the village. Because the village, like most people are like cousins, second cousins, third cousins or like whatever. Like it, it's like people that are close. So they went and they beat my cousin. They went and they beat my mom's cousin. They went and be, like they just literally went and like they're just man, they're ruthless. They're ruthless. Yeah. Can I can I ask what, soldiers. Go ahead. Can I ask the village uh, what it is? Yeah. Salwad. Salwad. Palestine. It's in. Uh, it's close to Ramallah, which is like the the, the big city in in Palestine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's not even that's not even Gaza, right? Oh yeah, no, no, no. That's, that's this, in the West Bank. The West, which yeah, is this is in the West Bank. West this is Bank. a colonized yeah. area. Like that's the whole problem. Is it's colonized, so they can come in and do this. Shit. Like that's why we need an independent state. Like we need <laughs> our own state. They're just. You know what they're trying to do? 
they're slowly trying they don't want to agree to the two-state solution because they want to slowly get more and more settlements built like they want to kick us out more land first secure like 85 90 percent of the land and they'll be like yeah we'll do a two-state and like no like come on man we we have lives we have homes we have like imagine you spend your whole life building a house and you know or like just a whole like a house passed on from your grandma's grandma and all this and and they just come take it, man. Or they just come, like, knock it down. It's f***ed up, bro. Mm -hmm. I can't yeah, man. Well, I know Dude, that... Uh... Devastated, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, man. Well, um, just sort of like continuing the um the the conversation. You said that there was a lot of um support that you had seen from community, and that there was a lot of support that you saw from places that you even thought that might be unexpected. Do you want to talk about that a little bit, just to to kind of maybe bring the mood up? <laughs> right, right. Um, I mean, it's like horrible stuff that's happening, and like I, I don't want to like downplay that at all. But like, I'm, 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 I'm genuinely like touched by the fact that people are there at least when this happens for 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 people like you. Exactly, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll go into that. So I don't know, man. Like I've been, you know, as I've been growing as an adult, like I've just felt like, especially like this past year, like 2023, we've all been so individualized, and mm -hmm. it. You know, I I just did a lot of reflecting and all that, and even even as a ummah, which like as ummah of Islam, so like the like just the the Muslim community and all that, like the broader everybody, we're all divided. Like that's part of like why it's happening in Palestine right now, right? Like if our like big brothers like Saudi Arabia and Yemen or not Yemen, but you get the point. If if the yeah. bigger Middle Eastern countries that had a little more power, like really were helping us and stood with us, this all wouldn't be a problem. But we're divided. We're individualistic, and it comes down like it, it starts at the country level and it comes down to the personal level. Um, so yeah, man, like that whole like twenty twenty three again, just very individualistic, and you know, just seeing all the support, like it just it's really getting me emotional. Like I didn't expect like a lot of people like this to reach out. I didn't expect like my brother's post went viral it got more than like there's people with millions of followers that get like 60k views like it happened the other day like Omar Suleiman he, he yeah. made a tweet it, it only had like I, I he was the number one guy I was like trying to reach because he has such a big audience his tweet only got like 100k views my brother in half that time got up to almost 2 million views right now on Twitter and he doesn't have he has 100 followers mm -hmm. so it's just it's the, it's the power of like believing in God having faith um, a little bit of luck, maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that there's, I mean, like, like when, when, especially, you know, when it hits really, I mean, like we, like you can understand that all of this horrible stuff is happening, like right. in, in Palestine all the time by, at the hands of the Israeli government. But I, I do think at least when it comes to like the, the local part of it all like when it hits close to home and like one of our people gets touched by that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. We don't like when people mess with our people. <laughs> like that's just what it is. And, 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 and we got to be there and have each other's back. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. And like, I, I guess that's, that's some message I want to put out. It's like, man, for those staying silent, like, you know, y'all need to step up. Like this is your community. There's people that like, like, I guess to get a little negative, like there's people that like, I was very shocked that they didn't reach out, they didn't share anything. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, dude, like we're part of your community. Like we're part of, you know, so people need to step up, speak up. I know it's one thing I will say, it is very like deflating and gets depressing to just kind of see all that content all the time. All mm -hmm. those kids dying, all those, 
um, women dying, all that rubble, just destroyed infrastructure. It's depressing. Like destroyed you know, homes. So I, yeah, just awful. I, I, I tuned it out for a while. Like not that I was ignoring. It. I, I'd repost, but like I just wouldn't get on like in, like like any social media like that. Um, or I just like like you know everyone's story. I just click through, click through. Like I'm not trying to see it because it's gonna get me upset. It's gonna get me whatever. And that goes into the desensitization. Like we just yeah. like I'm not saying consume that content, but at least like be an advocate, at least speak up. Um, our government just needs to do better. Yeah. 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 That's what I was going to say. Like in, um, the time we have left is like a very humble ask of, of you and, and other people like you. It's just like to be, to be patient with a lot, a lot of us um, who, you know, we, we don't know a lot about Palestine. We're not, we're not, um, we're not Muslims. We're not, Pal- we're not Arabs. We're not Palestinian. Because a lot of people have just gotten plugged into this. And even myself, who I'm like, I don't go a day without thinking about Palestine, even before, you know, October 7th, I'm like, it's too much. It's just like, I used to, you know, Jeff would know, I'd be like, Jeff, have you seen this Telegram post? Like, you see what they pull and blah, blah, blah. But now I'm like, I don't even want to look at that. But now I'm just like, I kind of, I, I myself, I have to because of, of, because of people like you and your mother. But just be be patient with us because it's it's a lot for people to to to, to take for in. sure man for sure you're it right. doesn't you're seem real if you're not exposed to it is what my exactly. Is, you know exactly exactly so i mean i really appreciate the time is there anything that you wanted to sort of like uh where can people find um you know where can people find you uh if they wanted to drop you a line of support or anything like that um yeah so uh the, the the at handle right there is my Instagram Suleiman Hamid seven. Please please follow me there. I honestly don't like getting all this attention this and that. I was private my whole Instagram career, but I went public to broadcast this stuff. I'm not gonna let them get away with it. We're gonna broadcast it. We're gonna document it, and we're gonna have proof of their atrocities. Please follow me there. And then also on Twitter, I'm trying to post there. I don't have as many followers there, but I'll throw it out there. Suleiman spelled the same way as u-l-i-m-a-n four l is the mm-hmm. twitter handle so yeah please guys follow me there and final thing i want to say too is uh just a list of demands that i've demanded from the u.s embassy at the minimum and we still have not gotten this is we want a phone call with my mother we want to know her mm-hmm. condition we want the simplest things we want to know what she's been charged with like it's it's ridiculous mm-hmm. it's absolutely ridiculous that we haven't gotten this information yet from the u.s embassy um, and I will say they actually, and again, this is news that just to drop right now, like they just reached out to me recently just to give, just to ask for a list of her medications. And the only reason I think they did that was because they're scared that she's going to die in her custody. That means her health is starting to fail. She has a lot of illnesses. And again, when they kicked her in the ribs, it only made it worse. They got her on pain meds. Horrible. Um, she, she used to be on pain meds cause she got into a horrible accident years and years ago. She got they got her back on that shit, and like I'm I'm just very upset with the whole thing. But yeah, man. So they re- they did reach out. They did say they want a list of her medications, and we're working to get that out asap. And we're gonna provide these lists of demand. So at the minimum, just demand a phone call, her location, um, charges, and an immediate release. God willing, inshallah. Yeah, sounds like you just want to know what's going on. So uh, you that's know, it, appreciate you yeah. you know taking the time. Uh, in the midst of all this for talking with us and uh, you know power and love to you brother 
So thanks to Suleiman for coming on the show. Uh, really appreciate um, it. And we really hope your mom gets home, yeah. you know, safe soon. That's really uh, wild. So and I, thank you also to a friend of the show, Sabrine, for uh, for hooking this up. Uh, she actually, uh, we're keeping the tradition alive of uh, whenever she comes on the show, she gives us a song to play us out on. So uh, I um, real quick before we go, I'm going to um, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug. I have no you know affiliation with this, but I'm gonna plug the Five Calls app. So that mm-hmm. way, because my thing was, you know, if you live in Louisiana, like I'm blowing up Troy. Maybe I shouldn't say that. I'm calling on the telephone, uh, Troy Carter's office tomorrow, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be like, "Hey, where's this dude's mom at? Like, find out, find out where Suleiman's mom yeah. is, and just do that every day." I've done it before already. The Fives Calls app, all it is, it makes it super easy. You download the app, you put in your zip code, and it'll give you all your reps and their and their their uh, office numbers. You're gonna talk to one of their um, interns or something. Just be nice, you know. Be like, hey, we want we want to know about you know Suleiman's mom. You know, as soon as you find out something, let let your constituency know that kind of thing. But I will be calling every single day from here on out till till she gets home. Yeah, we really need to make sure that 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 happens because I mean, again, I mean. If we did that for every single one of these, you know, situations and obviously auto dialing. Yeah. I mean, this is, I hate to like keep like, like, um, badgering and beating this dead horse, but like, this is our government that is supporting like, and, and again, even if this was like, even if you wrote off the entire situation and said like, even everything in Gaza, which is which would be ridiculous, by the way, even everything that in Gaza that's happening is justified, which is not like this ain't even in Gaza. This is in the West Bank. This is like th- this is part of a colonial strategy that's been in place uh, in uh, uh, in the West Bank for decades. So like. I don't know, man. I, I it's like, just I get, like, and even if you don't, and you know, and I didn't want to say this again, just to you know, quadruple down of what I've said in the past. You know, I don't want to say that with Suleiman because I don't want to, I don't want to disrespect the situation his mom is. But even if you don't care anything at all, I know our audience is not this, but you can tell people at work or whoever. Even if you don't care about Palestinians at all, you don't care about Arabs, you don't care about none of that. The idea that this little tumor of a country can boss us around and treat and treat our citizens like this. It's absolutely disgusting and it shouldn't be tolerated, especially by anybody who who's a proud patriot and a strong right winger or whatever. Like th- this is unacceptable. Like th- this this arrangement that we have benefits us in no way. We we, we can get not a regular foothold. people. Not yeah, regular not, people. Not regular people at all. It benefits defense contractors. Absolutely. It doesn't it doesn't keep anybody safe. It gets people like Suleiman's, you know, mother kidnapped, and he gets army reservists who should have never been in Jordan to begin with killed this is this has to stop now yeah so um yeah it's I mean it's it's ridiculous and we really need to make sure that this does not happen anymore in so much as we can um I think also in a lot of this the point of like what the United States is doing uh in from the perspective of like not responding at all, like like um, basically brushing off every attempt to even say the word ceasefire. The whole point of that is to make this whole thing feel useless and hopeless so that people give up and quit. 
And that is if you give up and quit and if you don't uh, continue pushing on this, then you're doing exactly what 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 the you know the imperialist forces within the united states government wants so we need to give them headaches push for a ceasefire resolution in your city council push for your you know whatever it is to um to demand that there is a end of hostilities one that's just the beginning but also there needs to be a uh, you know um suleiman clearly thinks that there that, that the two-state solution is uh is uh, the way to go um, that 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 can get that can get figured out in terms of the particulars. I'm not a foreign policy expert or whatever, but like here's the thing: we need to make sure that people that are in Gaza and the West Bank are treated as equal citizens right. to Israelis in that country, and that's the important part. In whatever the genocide the in the apartheid. Yeah, yesterday. And the yeah, and the genocide and the apartheid. So uh, I want to thank Sabrine, friend of the show, for uh, setting us up. Uh, she also dropped us a uh, song to play us out on. Uh, so we're going to be uh, playing that uh, as we go. Uh, Robert, is there anything you wanted to say uh, as we head out? I think that was it. Free, free Palestine. Get Suleiman's yeah. mother home. And, and let's just um, not be in the Middle East. I don't mean like the only time I want Americans in the Middle East, if we're all going to go to Gaza and, and smoke some. We're on vacation. So a hookah. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. what I want. Yeah, you know, nothing but peace and love. We want nothing but peace and love in the world. And, uh, you know, it's not like like the great Michael Brooks said, it's not complicated. It's very, very not complicated. There is one side of this struggle that has absolutely unbalanced power within the situation that has the ability to cut off water and food and electricity and Internet to all of Gaza and also does not have and, and has complete military supremacy and it, it's not complicated <laughs> it's not complicated so uh again thank you to suleiman for coming on the show thank you to sabrine for setting us up uh and for uh this song that's gonna be plays out thank you so much to everybody who is listening uh to good morning comrade this is whiv lp new orleans 102.3 we love you bye bye
You are listening to WHIV LP New Orleans 102.3.